0: Today on the program, a port gets destroyed, a pizza is turned into a weapon of defense, a cop kills another cop he thinks is a protester, and a listener goes full macho man Randy Savage. We are piled high with all the topics. Live from Los Angeles, whoop, California. You listening to Power Moves, daddy.
1: Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a coal on any hand My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps And we're,
0: you know, we're back. Move. Welcome to Power Moves, Episode 93. I'm your host, Mike Burns, joining me from Glendale, California in quarantine week 783. It's your best bud, gnarly Zach. What's up, man? Woo woo! Woo woo to you, gnarly. Just hanging out, with my headband dude. Yeah, I'm. A, I don't have a whole lot this week to talk about. Like we we had, did Monday night beers, and if you're not following beers, go on YouTube, subscribe, please. You're gonna enjoy it. Support the show. Uh, but there's only so much for me to go out and do in the world to go and report back <laughs> to the Power <laughs> Move program. <laughs> it it's all comes down to if I don't make enough stuff. Uh, in the kitchen or watching enough TV, there's I can only do so many things. You know, <laughs> I'm relying on the outdoor world uh, through the computer to 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 give me fodder yeah this sucks junk drawer is just like a real shitty junk drawer now we used to have all these cool things to talk about and uh now the junk drawer is just like there's like a half spool of thread in there and a couple pennies there's not like (laughs) it's not like a cool junk drawer where there's like six packs of extra gum and like a 38 handgun and like a yo-yo like all cool stuff paper clips yeah it's just paper clips Half spool thread, maybe one of those uh, thread chip, chip bag clips, chip chip clips, but but broken ones that you think you're yeah, gonna not good ones. You're gonna use them really someday. weak springs. Yeah, or the springs are broken. And sometimes yeah, I'll say I'll save those. I'm like, well, I could fix this. And you're not fixing ah, it, and eventually, I just trash bro. You just throw, <laughs> throw it all in <laughs> the trash. Let's just do it, gnarly. Let's get into some power news. You can use. Uh, We're gonna do something special. We're gonna go to our crap correspondent, Caleb Hotchkiss, for the story. Thanks, Mike. Hey, 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 Nair. Hey, uh, Nair, I was thinking that uh, perhaps after the program, we could go out for some cold ones and possibly peep some babes. Burns is a real wet blanket, you know. (laughs) You seem like a more chill guy. You got the rock and roll hair and the mustache, and like you seem like a guy that babes would want to. You know, get their mitts all over. As opposed to Burns, who is a pasty-faced, uh, looks like <laughs> Ralph Melf from the Happy Days nerd. You know that you would give a wedgie in the in the in the closet. You know, get him into a closet. That's what I always like to do to the nerds. You know, you get the, you get a nerd and you grab him. You put him in a coat closet like a party, and then you give him a wedge and you pull up his undies over his head, <laughs> and then you lock him in there so that he's in the closet. Like I can't get out of the closet. And my undies with the dirty foot stripes are all over my head. And I tell them, they'll, screw you, pale. I'm going out to creep all the babes, <laughs> and I hope you die. But that's just how I party. You know, Nar. You know how it does when you're a real rock and roll bad boy. Yeah, he has rocker shit. Fucking Caleb, that's not nice. Why would you say that? I don't want to hear from you, Burns, you piece of trash. I just call him as a susum, you big scumbag. You know, sorry to be frank with you, Burns, you big hat shot. All right, that's... Just do the story, Caleb. Alright. Fain, Fan, I'll do the i I'll do the freaking story, Burns, if you want to be a big piece of crap about it. Doodle freaks destroy a mobile giant. This is from my uh, daddy Ed Stevens, who's a real cool guy. Some fecal <laughs> fanatics in Wisconsin violently ripped apart a porta patty and then threw and fishes and pippers all over at Eagle Point Fishing Barge on Eagle Point in Genstown Township last Thursday. Between eight PM and seven AM Friday, according to the release there was approximately a full grained in cash of damages to the Eagle Point fishing barge. That's a lot of uh, a lot of doodles, you know Nar when you on... That is, dude, it's a lot of shit. A whole thousand dollars <laughs> to clean up some crap? I mean, believe me, believe me, I've destroyed some Burger King bathrooms, Wendy's bathrooms, also KFC a couple times, but I'm pretty sure it didn't cost a $1,000 to clean up my uh, my spray my paints job that I did <laughs> over the walls. You know, you just wipe it my down. <laughs> there's no, there's no, and, uh, you know, what makes me so stand is look, I paid for Curve and I got the bowl with the kern, and the cheese and the fried chicken and the potatoes, <laughs> you know, it's got all the flavors mixed in. And I eat that with my hands now. It's very, it's like how they do in like India, you know, they eat the,
2: they're
0: one with the foods. So I shoveled that in, and obviously, you know, I got to go uh, spray paint the John afterwards. <laughs> and then the manager comes up to me. And he's like, you need to get out of here. You ruined our Jan. You big loser and i'm like you're the loser because you're the one who's gonna clean up my crib and that's how i shut them down there what was the wipe situation on that when
2: you as you put it spray a bathroom
0: <laughs> well you know when you do a real jab you got to go in there and get those brown paper towels because you know they're not going well, to rough. you gotta use one side There's you gotta no, use a slick side no I, I guess but i don't want to smear it around like some oil slick now. i want to get True. it to, <laughs> sapped up And sometimes when you, you know, and like you grunt out the real wet one and then you got a gaping English back there not to be too much infamous, You know, just, (laughs) I'm just trying to be honest, you know, edge edgy. (laughs) And... uh, you know, you got like the cheap tote paper that they got at the KFC, which is just like, you know, is is tissue, it's not even TP, t- t- and you're going around and you got the gap in the in- and it's all wet and sags, and then all of a sudden your thing is in your own doodle hole and your day is ruined. <laughs> so that's why I tell KFC dude can suck it. I'm not I'm going to spray it up and I'm going to mop up with the brown pepper towels, but I'm going to leave them on the floor because if you put them in the toilet, it, it it, it uh, you know, overflows and I want to be polite.
2: <laughs> Moving on. I've never put my finger in my butt, dude, when what, I wipe like that.
0: Well, how, what if you get something stuck up there now? What do you just leave it there like some sort of weirdo? Where's Burns
2: on this, man? I'm confused right now. <laughs> this man is wiping with with like, a, a wiping like a hook, like you're fish hooking? Burns, is that what you're doing? Burns went to go get the
0: sketch. Let's just move on with the story. <laughs> the owner arrived Friday and found wet dodos everywhere, covering the walkway leading up to the barge. I just, I don't know, I don't know why you would want to touch doodles, is what I'm, you know, somebody, what happened to the store, somebody, uh, they destroyed a doodle, a jan at a dock. And then they didn't just destroy it Nar, They tore it apart like a rhino or something. <laughs> and the doodles and the peppers went all over the place. And then this guy showed up and is real steamed, kind of like the KFC guy, except for this doesn't seem warranted. Whereas when I eat the KFC bowl and I spray down the whole john and then I wipe it up with my doodoo papers from the brown <laughs> section of the paper machine that they have on the wall instead of using the toilet paper. And then somebody gets mad and then I can't go to the KFC anymore. Anymore. I don't feel that I am being respected as some sort of paying customers, not for us. Customers always <laughs> right now. That is true, man. <laughs> but not in this case. If you want to have nice things like port johns you can't just chuck turds all over some sort of dock where people are trying to take their kids to fish, you know, and feed their family. <laughs> and possibly peep some babes like me and maybe me nee and you are going out to do after the, you know, we'll put the masks on there. I'm a good-looking man with a mask, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and it, <laughs> and the, the, uh, the mask now, I also have... I, um, you know, as you can see, I look like a movie star Tom Beringer If you've ever yeah, seen S- Sniper 3, Sniper 2, <laughs> or Sniper 1, Tom Berringer. Also Major League, you know. Uh, also, he has, I, he has starred in the episode of, uh, I believe it was a uh, Churse, where I think uh, off the scenes, and this is just a Hollywood tip, I think that movie star Tom Berringer was playing Fingy sex with Kirstie Ellis. In, the, mm. in his trailer. that's I heard that, and that was in the Hollywood Reporter, allegedly. Nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have a lot of problem with the burbs uh, trying to get down on my biz and trying to go after my pain. And that's because I look like Movistar Tom Beringer, <laughs> Snapper 3. And uh, if I wear the mask, I'm only just like Honky from the eyes up, you know what I mean? So that Very way, mysterious. it's like 50% of my hatness, and I don't have to worry about being groped in public like I usually do. You know what I mean? So I, uh, I wanted to just say to everyone, if you have any information, uh, you're asked to contact the Grant County Sheriff's Office or Grant County Crime Stoppers at All six six zero zero. All right, thanks, Caleb. Caleb, you think I'm not leaving yet? You. you get the fuck out of here, Caleb. <laughs> you're never being on the show again. God damn it! That was a mistake, gnarly. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize for that. That's a wild dude, man. Yeah, yeah, well, we've been friends for a long time, and um, he has some problems, but you just don't kick someone to the curb because they're a vile human being. Um, Got to work
2: on that sprain. though. The it sprain just makes it Uh, It it feel dirty. You don't want to
0: shake his hand. I'm not doing that. He's not a shake hand guy. Uh, Let's move on. Delaware pizza store owner foils robbery by throwing pizza pie in a suspect's face, the police say. That's a tasty way to get taken down. Dude. <laughs> oh so tasty. Ah, wow, the marinara. It's yeah. But can you imagine like and I I know this isn't exactly what happened, and I'll get to that later. But um if someone threw like a hot, like out of the oven pizza at your
1: face. Oh,
2: that's like napalm, dude. <laughs> You gotta pick that off carefully. If you try to like just rub that
0: off your arm, you're just gonna rip skin. Yeah, <laughs> I got another toaster I ever burned, dude. Oh yeah, I got uh, I got a thumb burn uh, yesterday. I was making boneless, skinless Nashville chicken thighs in the oven, and oh, nice. I've, and my rack situation is kind of makeshift, mm-hmm. and uh, it slipped and uh, i was Uh, stone sober and i just got that but i had to hold on because otherwise all the chicken thighs were going to eat it in the bottom of the oven i'm just like yeah save it yeah yeah i I forget what movie it is It's, it's in one of those one of those uh karate movies maybe it's something else where the guy goes up to the pot and he burns both symbols into his wrists on the sides of it is that kung fu that might be a know, that might be dude. a Carradine Kung Fu thing.
2: I just keep thinking a lethal weapon, Gary Busey with the lighter over his wrist. Classic
0: scene. Classic. And my grandpa
2: was like, "That's bullshit." And I'm like, "Yeah, no shit, dude." I don't know, man.
0: Gary Busey's
2: insane. Yeah, he, if there's anyone <laughs> that could do that, it would be fucking Busey, man. <laughs> but if so, yeah, <laughs> one you, take, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? You
0: are you sure?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, sure. I actually, I improv that scene. Actually,
0: <laughs> if someone threw a fully hot like red barren pizza into your face oh, you, know, the time, you know like dude. the thin skin layer that comes off the roof of your mouth every time yeah, you yeah. eat frozen pizza that just be the whole thing it just be ex- ah! i don't think you'd be fully just destroyed you wouldn't be kruger but you would just have this little tiny like layer that you yeah you have to put lotion on it yeah i think you'd be uh, you it's might be- a neosporum for sure like mm-hmm. could be really exfoliated though <laughs> could look pretty good
2: get a pizza scar on your face
0: Delaware state police said they're trying to find a maniac who attempted to rob Stargate Pizza in Sussex County in Delaware name? cops said they received a call about it at 10:30 p.m. the owner told police that he was closing business for the night and a man with a fucking machete approached Damn, him dude. and demanded money it's like you take the pizza leave us alone dude I mean a gun is one thing Like but someone walks in with the machete There is they're not just there to rob There is a screw loose Yeah you're
2: also going to be missing limbs If you survive any sort of attack From that
0: Who knows what's going to happen Cut your jugular Cut your hand off it's like a half a sword, dude. I'd rather a just a jungle sword. <laughs> I'd rather take a thirty eight in the arm. You can't guarantee that's where that shot's gonna happen, but uh <laughs> I don't want a big gouge in my side. Oh, this yeah, like, is that my I have, liver I have like small arms, dude. If I'm like
2: putting my hand up and you're swinging a my shit, this shit's gone. Thunk. <laughs> I will uh, probably not even a clean cut, just hanging all weird too and I'm like, fuck it's like the, that
0: it's like that cucumber video that I sent you. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> Which isn't anywhere on social media, but um that shit I, rocks. I do this bit <laughs> and I send it to my friends where I get like a full English uh the big cucumber, the the huge ones, and I'd stuff it in my pants. <laughs> and
2: then I slowly pull it out like it's this huge dick lots of
0: grunting uh-huh and then i start uh you know tooling around with it and and I, I get frustrated because it's not enough it's not enough arousal to uh physically pleasure my giant cucumber dick and then i at the end i like to pull out a big chef's knife like that's gonna get me off a little bit a little bit easier and then i accidentally cut my dick off and then i one swoop <laughs> i scream a whole
1: bunch <laughs>
0: <laughs> the stuff that i make for the internet is only the tip of the iceberg there's other uh, stuff yeah. that i'm like a couple of years ago i would have put that out on instagram no problem but uh now it's gotta be vetted now everything's gotta be vetted someone could be like you can't do that you're gonna encourage a bunch of people to cut their dicks off and it looks I mean, like it, was it lawsuit <laughs> cucumber people hitting you up bitching about that uh. The store owner advised the suspect that he did not have any money and threw a pizza at him, causing the suspect to flee. So he splits. He chucks a pizza at a guy. This guy was chucks afraid. A hot pie. This guy's afraid of the pizza. Uh, the suspect ran from the scene and got into a vehicle. He drove off northbound on uh, Sussex Highway. So if you saw that guy, uh, please uh, give a call to the Delaware, the local police in that area. So gnarly. Being the good reporter that I am, I called twice. I had to call a couple times because they're a pizza Hell place. Yeah. And uh, I got the owner on the phone. And he says he was so, so nice, too. He wasn't yes. like he was like the nicest guy. And he wasn't uh, like, who are you? You know, he was friendly. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything you need to know. What, everything. I called with the weirdest thing. I, I told him, hey. Hey, this is I put on my voice. Hey, this is Mike Burns. Um, I run a true crime podcast called Power Moves out of Los Angeles. And I just had like two really quick questions. If you could answer those for me, I'd really, really appreciate it. And I asked him what was on the pizza. Go ahead and go ahead and shoot. Shoot. Go go ahead and shoot. He was happy to talk. He said it had onions, black olives, green pepper, and (laughs) sausage on it. He threw the supreme at him, huh? Uh Uh-huh. And uh he was taking that home for dinner. He's closing up the pizza shop. He made himself a pie, which I Damn. love. Which I love because if you own a pizza place and like on a regular whatever random day you still want your own pizza, you mean it's good pizza. Then who doesn't? Want yeah, you Yeah, You do your own hookup. You know the hacks there. And then some guy busts in, and he's got the he's got the machete. He comes at him. He's he said that he was chasing him around the restaurant, and this guy. He takes the pizza and whips it at him in the box. So it's like, you know, a pizza weighs like five, six pounds in this yeah, sharp corner is going to fuck you up. Sharp core box. <laughs> he throws it at him and the guy freaks out. Ah! And then he leaves. He also had it all on video, which I couldn't oh, find I'm anywhere. Dope. And I'm like, I wanted to, I really wanted to be like, hey man, here's my email. Can you send me this video, please? I'll buy a pizza right now. It has to be fantastic. And he seemed really bummed because he said that. He was like, "Yeah, the cops haven't followed up. No one's called me back." And he's just like, "But you know what we do? We hear about a uh, a, a business that serves uh eats that we crave, like pizza. We look them and up. We're hitting them reviews. We got to go to the Yelp. And here we are, gnarly. Solid reviews. All five star reviews. Nothing. Yeah. Stargate holding it down. Stargate is holding it down. They have nothing. No one has anything bad to say." Everyone uh, reiterated what I said that they're super friendly. Everything's overly fast, but this is what I love when I hear about this uh, from a a pizza place: is what people talked about even more than the pizza, which they said they liked. Everyone said their wings, onion rings, and fries are off the chain. Great sides, yeah. That's what's up. Because a lot of pizza places, you go in and you get like chicken wings, you get like they're mushy. They're not good. They they feel they're, yeah, they're
2: usually like Tyson like frozen wings or something most of the time. Yep.
0: And I think that this guy takes it's an independent business. I think this guy actually cares about what he makes. Hell so yeah. more power to him, man. He's also got like cheesesteaks on the menu. I'm like, this is one Ooh. stop. One stop for me. No problem. Um but yeah, hard to find a pizza place with with solid fryer skills. That's good. Yep. Um someone even said, and I thought this is the kind of thing that will make me love a business is that the celery he comes separate than the wings in little tinfoil so they stay cold oh that's how it should be man not
2: all because some they put in the same box and they just get all steamy
0: yeah they almost get translucent hot celery is disgusting unless, yeah, it's, it's, in soup, unless it's in soup or something uh, and hashtag not sponsored if you're ever in the greenwood delaware area uh, check it out. Looks bomb. Check out, hey, tell out. Them power moves. Sent you, man. Check, tell them power Move sent you Stargate pizza. What a dope name too. Can't beat it. Let's move on. Arkansas cop who threatened to shoot protesters kills fellow cop who knocked on his door at home. Yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> yeah, we're dancing. We're dancing gnarly. This is, but this, there's a point to be made. And, uh, Stupidest crimes of the week when you shoot your own uh, buddy cop at your own house is (laughs) that's some stupid ass shit. Uh, This is an Alexander, Arkansas, an Arkansas police officer who said he would shoot through the door. Any protesters who showed up at his house has been charged with killing a fellow officer who knocked on his door last month. Court records show. Nick Saliers 33 is charged with manslaughter in the June 3rd shooting of 36-year-old Scott Hutton who was shot through Saliers Saliers front door and I mean this is no disrespect to the man who uh, had his life taken but holy fucking shit what a dumbass
2: yeah. I mean he he told you uh he's going to shoot anyone that comes to his door he you, know, you shoot a text message first like hey I'm going to be walking up dude can you not uh light me up well you're going how's that manslaughter That should be like first degree right oh, wait, like that's premeditated
0: there's more details gnarly you are a good detective uh he turned himself into state troopers thursday according to the state police he uh bo- was booked in the saline county jail with bail set at 15 grand of course 15 grand because he'd get that he can get out yeah he's fine that's well that's also when maybe you uh you know Possibly set your, ba- take, you know, get out on bail, and then um, you know you inspect your belt collection in the old closet if, you know what I mean. According to an arrest affidavit, Saliers had threatened to shoot protesters through his door in June during the protests over George Floyd. Uh, special agent, Ryan Jacks, is the guy that they uh, is, is investigating all this. Officer Saliers was told that he could not do that because it was reckless and negligent he wrote the arrest affidavit yeah oh you think you think what do you do you think this is life Uh, is a rambo movie you stupid fuck (laughs) his his sergeant told him when he said this because he said this guy said and uh uh, this is not a direct quote but he said that any protesters show up at my house i'm just gonna start shooting through the door blindly cool guy Mm -hmm. yeah uh his sergeant said you can't shoot anyone without identifying them first and identifying that there's a threat he explains this to him you know like Like, this is how it works how long have you been
2: working how long have you been working here we gave this guy a
0: gun well i can tell you he'd he'd been a cop for three years and had not uh learned these simple (laughs) simple rules yet jesus According to uh, Special Agent Jack's, Officer Scott Hutton had driven to Sailor's address to pick up a patrol vehicle that was parked in a building next to Sailor's home. At 7.09 p.m., he called Sailor's cell phone, but Sailor's didn't answer. Hutton then texted his bud, are you awake? Which, mm. you know, uh, maybe a better choice of words there, because are you awake means something different when you get a late night text.
2: Yeah, are you, are you, you up?
0: you or what? You up? <laughs> Poor guy Hutton pulled into Saliers' driveway, knocked on the door. Saliers and his girlfriend are just chilling, watching a movie like they're just having a normal evening. And then Jack's uh, the investigator continues. And I quote, when they heard the knock, Saliers told uh, uh, Cummings that he which is his girlfriend, that he would see who it is and grabbed his Glock 40 uh, handgun, went to the door. The affidavit states Saliers told investigators he looked through the peephole and saw a figure standing on the porch. The person wore a dark shirt and had a gun on his hip, according to the document. Oh, you mean like a fucking cop would? That you are? You're a cop? <laughs>
2: like, come on, man. This guy is. This
0: this <sighs> must this must be a common thing, you know? Like, if he. If... I feel like Arkansas is like
2: an open carry state too, possibly or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah, very. Do you think that'd be normal,
0: right? Like. <laughs> very possible. But it seems like a standard procedure. Like if he's got a uh, a, a building that he keeps uh, police uh, yeah, he's be picking up a cop car. yeah, this must happen on a, on a regular basis. And he and he must have known this guy's like, hey, you up? You know, hey, I called. Uh, I'm coming yeah. over to get the cop car. Could you uh, maybe you know open the door? Give me the keys. Uh, continue on with uh, with the investigators quote sailors stated that he transferred the weapon from his right hand into his left and reached for the doorknob and as he opened the door the gun went off firing a round through the front door this sound that is such baloney gnarly yeah he's lying that is a blatant lie you're telling me a trained cop and whether whether he's properly trained or follows rules or protocols whatever you are trained how to properly handle a firearm. Like, even I know how. I know how to handle a firearm safely. I know how to I know how to put a clip in and, and, and properly handle a firearm. You don't put your finger on a trigger unless you're ready to put a hole in something. That's it. That's the basic rule. When you put your finger on the trigger, you better be ready to squeeze it and do damage. You that safety on, too, first. Mm-hmm. Saliers told investigators he realized who the figure was only after he saw him fly off the porch. He Come smokes. On, he, he fucking
2: he didn't even see. He didn't see who this guy was. So he was shot already. He wasn't like out there, like protesting or screaming. All this guy did. How was, do you do that?
0: This guy People came not transfer door. No, that doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. This guy came to the door. And just knocked on his door, and his and his initial Whoa! his initial thought, oh, it goes. I told you, th- baby. I told you, baby. I wasn't playing. I was gonna you. You too. I told you guys. I told you I all told of y'all. you, and you still showed up. Sailors called nine one one on the nine one one call. Yeah, you know, he's heard saying, "All I seen was a gun. It was accidental discharge," <laughs> which I. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. He doesn't identify himself. He just says he's a cop. He doesn't say his name. Probably freaking out because he knows he's pinched. Also, accidental discharge. gun. Yeah, guns just go off all the time, gnarly. They're just all the fucking time, you know? <laughs> you see a cop walking down like in Walmart or some shit. Gun just goes off. Like, whoops. Uh-huh. Ah accidental discharge you know firecrackers all the time you know like when i was a kid i'd uh get a sports illustrated swimsuit issue and like uh you know seventh or eighth grade i'd have like an accidental discharge sometimes <laughs> in my underpants and, and magazines um, getting put to work hut was shot in the heart one shot
2: yeah it's accidental right chest level yeah he was wearing I a. that was from the hip all
0: cool no wow. no 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 he is he is <laughs> fucking ready to go and yeah, this straight is, through the door. And this sounds like someone who's wants this. He's In his head, he's yeah. had this fucking fantasy of- He was probably staring at that door the whole time. Wild. <laughs> he was The guy's wearing, this poor guy, he's wearing a black polo shirt, which is like, you know, one of those sheriff's officer cop shirts. Yeah, po- tee. Black polo, narc tee, uh, khaki tactical pants, police gun belt. It's not like he's he's got total, on like- Total cop. He's total a cop, total man. cop. You can see this guy across the street and his badge- is on the belt right next to the firearm. The affidavit states the you know, you've seen it before. The badge that is always is next TV, to the gun, dude. so that when you see the gun, you also see this gold badge. That's like okay, I don't need to freak out about that guy's gun because a he's a cop. Um, evidence showed that Sailors had his Glock pressed against the door when he fired it, so he's like got it jammed up. Like he knows what height that guy is, and the gun is firmly pressed against sure, the door. He's
2: hitting that chest.
0: Yeah. The most significant findings related to the bullet hole was that there was evidence of close contact. Jax wrote, pointing to contact residue found on the surface, powder burns and a C-shaped ring of residue were left around the hole. There was also an indentation in the door where the pistol light attached to the bottom of the Glocks barrel marked the surface as the gun was fired. So he's got that thing pushed up against there in his finger on the trigger, Uh. and he has not made any contact. He just knows someone's knocking on his door. That he forgot it was like his. It could have been his mom. Could have been anyone. Could have been his girlfriend.
2: You know, just lit it up. What didn't light it up? He pulled the trigger and killed somebody.
0: Right. (laughs) So yeah. So you know, I guess for me, you know, the moral of the story is that we learned something here. When a and he's being prosecuted. He's being prosecuted for this. So that. So I guess when a cop shoots another cop, they get prosecuted. But when a cop kills a civilian, it's nobody's fault
2: yeah they're so or like more. like donor they'll chase you into a big bear and burn down a cabin and pump it full of lead this is this also <laughs> could happen
0: it also, yeah it also could happen <laughs> and uh you know all that being said i do feel horribly for scott hutton and his family it's a such a senseless tragedy it'll ruin so many people's lives it'll ruin You know, it, it, things like this, you got to remember that it's not just the person it's, it's everyone involved. It's, it's parents, it's, it's nieces, nephews, aunts and uncles and, uh, girlfriends, wives. And just what happened. it's hard to even find the words. Like when that guy said that he was going to just blindly shoot through his door, yeah,
2: give no me your ma- badge.
0: No matter this job's not for you, you're fired. No matter you what, you you shouldn't be in charge of people's freedom. You gotta go. Right. No matter what the reason. No matter what the reason he said he was going to do this, he should have been taken off the job and evaluated. It's a very broken system. But it, yeah, we gotta make this guy go through like sensitivity training
2: and like all the courses again because right. it's obviously not sticking.
0: Right. And 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 you know that's that's one way to make a difference is that guy should have. And who else would have this guy? This guy would have shot other people eventually. He seems real heated up about this, about protests and things. And they, he's looking for a reason to the point where he shot one of his co-workers who was just coming over and knocked on the door once. Fucking wild. Now, let's take the edge off with the Power Moves p bag. Ooh-wee. Ooh, ooh. We got a good one this week. This is a smooth transition, right? <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> This is called uh, The Night I Was Macho Man Randy Savage. Hey, Daddy Mike and Gnarly Z, I've been meaning to send this story in for quite some time. As a big fan of pro wrestling, it's only fitting that each Halloween I dress up as one of my favorite pro wrestlers. Yeah, that's a nice nice go-to. You know, if you're a Halloween guy, you you just pick a new guy every year, it's fantastic. A few years back, I decided it was time to honor the greatness that was Macho Man Randy Savage, I think I've only done like one. I think I've, I've been Ric Flair for sure. And I can't remember if I've done any others.
2: I was HBK. That's nice. My, my girlfriend made me these like red pants with the zebra hearts on them. Yeah. And I had a wig on, got really hammered, and started super kicking
0: everything at the party. <laughs> That's what you do. I was kicking so much shit. <laughs> the, the danger, The danger of dressing up as a wrestler for Halloween is that you're going to do some wrestler shit.
2: <laughs> and my buddy Abe was Macho Man, but he was NWO Macho Man. Oh, so he was Macho Man Madness. I'll send you that photo. I think I still got
0: it. Oh, I think that, that needs to go on the uh, on the Instagram. We both
2: got obliterated. <laughs> if you don't follow it, <laughs> check
0: out Power Moves Podcast on Insta. My girlfriend, who would later become my wife and ultimately my uh, ex-wife, well, happens. <laughs> nice. Was super into the idea and dressed up as Miss Elizabeth. Ooh wee. I like to I, I got pictures, gnarly. I'm gonna Oh nice. I'm gonna put so those, shoot
2: those my way. Yeah, and those <laughs> are gonna go up on the
0: on the on the Instagram as well. Uh I had a dope red leather jacket with red, white, and blue streamers on the sleeves, a red cowboy hat, American flag pajama pants, some sick neon sunglasses, and of course a shitty fake five dollar beard. We decided to show off our costumes at a local pro wrestling event taking place at the J.C.'s Hall in Springfield, Illinois, which, you know, we've been to those gnarly. You know what this guy's doing. Yep. A <laughs> little, little cosplay. This is the real deal, though. This is a, a J.C.'s Hall. If you're not familiar, it might be more of a Midwestern thing. Uh Same thing as going to the, the VFW. It's Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly the same thing Man, did
2: we do that this year was that this year we went to bar wrestling we I did
0: forget. we did go this year yeah remember they had Damn. like uh mgds were like 50 cents or something yeah we got ripped that <laughs> yeah. was cool yeah <laughs> okay moving uh continuing on fun fact this is the same christian group that serial killer john wayne gacy became vice president of in the 60s which uh that's that's i don't know if it's the exact same chapter if it's the same chapter but i know gacy's a chicago guy so very possible not a cool guy no (laughs) very unchill no a very unchill guy he gave the already dingy place a bizarre vibe knowing that this was his old stomping ground so yeah i guess that's that's his uh his spot anyways we were the only ones dressed up which felt a bit awkward oh man (laughs) you walk you roll into an independent uh wrestling promotion and you've got on the costume and no one else is wearing one you're like all right people are gonna like you though i mean no one's Mm -hmm. gonna no one's gonna be no one hates at those events everyone is there for love (laughs) like we are all here for the same reason (laughs) because we're for a good time my sweet match costume got a lot of attention My girl and I were pounding cheap Bud Light drafts all night. See, it's the exact same thing everywhere you go. You know what they're doing. There's something about $2 beers from a keg in a plastic cup that really hits the spot. I love how I, I keep harping, but I love how this is exactly the experience that we have just on the complete other side of the country. Come intermission, I was feeling pretty inebbed. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Aneeb is a new is a new term in the in the Carl universe like anyway, I like it yeah Anib is great there was some issue that led to a longer than usual intermission to my surprise the ring announcer walked up to me and asked if I would get in the ring and address the crowd oh shit you getting some work now <laughs> Yup. what the fuck I'm just a dude dressed up as macho man what business do I have being in the ring granted the bar for talent was pretty low at this event <laughs> In a previous match, <laughs> a really plump fella in a yellow singlet visibly had a rear-end blowout during his match. You Hell could yeah. you could see the small, wet circle right around his turd cutter. Not ideal. So when asked to get in the ring, I couldn't let the fans down. I drunkenly climbed in and ran around <laughs> shaking the ropes. You got to go for it, or people can smell your fear. The announcer handed me the mic, and I said... The Macho Man wishes all you all a happy Halloween <laughs> in my Damn, best Macho voice. The rest of the night was bizarre. I remember going to rock wiz in the bathroom and little kids were talking to themselves saying, I don't think that's really him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, ah, oh, that's just kids being kids. They don't know any better. When I left the bathroom, two young ladies who were definitely old enough to realize I was just a guy in a shitty fake beard asked me for pictures with them. Hell they, yeah! They seemed shy about it. <laughs> it seemed the like begins. it seemed like they too thought I was the real deal because <laughs> it's no one knows it's it's viable because when you see some wrestlers up close, it's like. You know, if NWO era where everyone's hair is painted on and mm-hmm. no one's everyone jet has black. everyone has this just for men jet black mustache that is <laughs> crazed. Uh take me back, man. Those I, were the days. <laughs> I made it I made it back to my seat only for a Chubbs kid in front of me to turn around and tell me Macho Man got fat. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's tight. <laughs> i let him know macho man has just been snapping into too many slim jims. lay off (laughs) i had to shut him down (laughs) my dad owns a dealership (laughs) (laughs) the rest of the night was a lot of handshakes with little kids and their parents happy to see their kids meeting someone they thought was famous Hell yeah, dude! Afterwards, we bar hop downtown in Springfield in costume, and we're met with a lot of random shouts of "Macho Man!" Oh yeah! <laughs> you got You're to, a king, dude. You got to. Yeah, you can't beat it. Good times, and in some ways, better times. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Stay nasty, Daddy Brad in St. Louis, Missouri. That's a great story. Hell yeah. Yeah, and he says, uh, P.S., feel free to share the attached photos so those will go up on the Graham tomorrow. Thank you, Daddy Brad. That's a beautiful, beautiful story. Support for Power Moves comes from you, the listener. This Friday in the K-Money Club featuring Peanuts Champagne Room, I'm giving away a framed black and white glossy of Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh. This is coincidental that this is happening, gnarly. Signed by Carl Wellzine of not of It's of macho, black and white, He's winning the 85 Intercount belt with a with, uh, lovely Miss Elizabeth on the shoulder. It is the most, I. Both of them. for me, iconic photo of Macho Man and Elizabeth. Signed by Carl, of course, because that's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> it will make a beautiful addition to your home and add a healthy dose of class guaranteed. And you can also check out a new After Dark as a companion piece to episode 92 from last week on the Patreon. Thank you. To all the daddies who make this show possible let's do some power tube um i watched palm springs on hulu which
2: that's the sandberg movie th- it's great great perfect i set- on. throw that on the list
0: man that is a perfect like friday saturday night you're kind of banged up eating pizza movie a couple beers nbd oh yeah a lot of lonely island type gags in there you know it's it's, it's got a little raunch a little uh, danger to it I enjoyed it. I had a good time. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with just put. And I love Palm Springs so much, like just all the visuals. Your spot, dude. All the visuals. That is my spot. And uh, even more importantly, uh, this isn't out yet, but I had to mention that ESPN is making a multi-part series on the '86 Mets. Very, very exciting. Um,
2: Rock and roll, you're, dude.
0: You're probably familiar, but Strawberry Good and Dykstra list goes on and on hernandez is it's it's all the hits the characters on that team dude <laughs> it, mookie wilson it's the jam and if you have not read the book the bad guys won give that a whirl get your get your uh, jowls dripping with with drool for this doc that's going to happen it's a, such an easy read such an easy book.
2: throw that on the list too once i finish this bourdain and the van halen book now he's getting educated you, yeah, did, that Bourdain book's great.
0: Oh, do you have, do you still you have my Van Halen? Yeah, book.
2: it's right here, nice and safe.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, I take a long time to read books too. Don't worry about it.
2: I'll, well, I'll, I'm, ha- I'm almost halfway through the Bourdain book. I should be done with it within
0: like two weeks, maybe. That's an easy read because you don't that's, want it to I end. I love that book. He's so cool, man. He you fall in love with him. It's just he's, like, he's the you see why that book blew up because it's, it's something different. Nothing like that existed before. No one wrote a book like that about what restaurants really
2: were like. I was telling Marina, it's like, it was making me like miss him a lot. And I was like, fuck, i I've been watching the chef's tour mm-hmm. too on uh, Amazon, which is just great.
0: Yeah, it, it does. That it does. And I, um, you know, I talked about, on uh, I wrote a big piece on, on Patreon about how it was hard for me to watch anything. Anthony Bourdain, uh, uh, since he passed, or read anything to the point where I wouldn't touch his books, I wouldn't watch his TV shows, and I finally I, after I finally uh, broke and I'm 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 reading Medium Raw again, just like you. I get horny for the book. I plow through four chapters. I set the book down like somewhere underneath a magazine. I forget about the book and then and then I get back to it. It's just how it it's how it works with books for me. For some reason, I'm just I'm bad at be, I'm bad at being smart, gnarly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I gotta like, I'll try to read when I come home from work, like right after a shower. I'm like, all right, like no phone, no TV, just like decompress and like smoke a little bit, then just like plow through a few chapters. Right. I've been doing a lot more on Saturday mornings. I'll like fill my time for a little bit.
0: With no sports, it's tough too, because I like to put a baseball game on and read a book, because you could just crack, look at the TV, back to the book, you know. I can't do that. My ADD is so bad. I'll just like end up being like, nope. (laughs) What are you uh, watching?
2: Uh, I finished *Curb Your Enthusiasm* season two finally. Oh, nice! I started season three. I was dying at the whole episode about uh, what is it? The one where his um, his in-laws stay with them, but then he hurts Shaq, and nobody wants to be associated with him because he hurt Shaq. Uh huh. And then he starts hitting the hard. Uh, well, you don't you don't say goodbye. Like, he starts hitting <laughs> that on everybody. It's so good. I'm so he's g- like, you're not gonna say goodbye. Like, what's wrong with people? Tim and Shaq hitting that on his uh, old trainer. So him jealous. The trainer. So jealous. Like like, he, that...
0: uh... Go ahead, dude. No, I'm just so jealous that you you haven't watched Curb and you get to enjoy that all.
2: Yeah. I, they're playing categories, And that homeboy the, uh, Shaq's uh, personal trainer or his doctor uh, lies about his answers. Mm-hmm. And Larry David calls him out about it when he goes to the bathroom. He's like, look, he cheated.
1: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> that
2: guy Shaq's like, get out of here, man. You're fired. You get your ass out of here. Then as he's leaving, Larry David goes, "You're not gonna say goodbye." Like no one, no one says goodbye anymore. Jack,
0: you (laughs) believe this? It's so good, and it's only gonna get better. You're gonna find so much wild shit that happens in that show. I'm hyped, dude. Very easy to watch. It's so easy to watch. It's so relaxing. You don't have you. Nothing's invasive about it. Sure, there's a lot of some people don't like the whininess, but I like it. I think Uh, it, it kills me. It's just the music takes the edge off
2: the episode two where he goes to the restaurant with the limo driver mm-hmm. and the limo driver he's just like you think he's hungry and his wife's like Yeah, like can you just stop and he's like that's weird right he's just waiting for us like why is he waiting for us like it's his job like that's what he does he's like i'm gonna give him our leftovers and he gets caught stealing the fork and they press charges
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, just <laughs> oh. because i didn't stop and chat with you i don't do stop and chat
0: <laughs> if you've never watched curb please give it a whirl <laughs> please don't even give it a whirl just watch curb let's do that's some po- let's do some power grooves my song of the week is through and through by the rolling stones it's the last track off of 1994's voodoo lounge uh makes it special because uh keith richards sings lead gives us this beautiful authentic feeling of loneliness and desperation also you know the end is super kick-ass it's the last track it's perfect as far as the last track on an album goes you know perfect cap it's also uh, featured on the season two finale of The Sopranos a couple times J- David Chase, if you've never like picked apart all the Sopranos soundtracks And the music that he chooses for the, for the seasons He's a huge influence on me The way he so carefully picks the songs for The Sopranos It amplifies the characters' emotions But also gives people like a takeaway And the gift of looking at a song in a different way I think what's so special about the way he chooses music for that show is the song always makes the scene better, but Mm -hmm. the scene also makes the song better. And you can tell when a writer really cares about the music choices as opposed to just needing some background noise or just picking whatever pop song that fills up time. You know,
2: Sopranos always brought the proper jam,
0: always digging deep for something that really had meaning to him and that, you know, it transfers to the audience really well. So, uh, yeah. Check out uh, through and through off of Voodoo Lounge. Gnarly, what you listening to?
2: Uh, DMA's the Australian Oasis, as I call them. They have finally had their new album come out, mm-hmm. and the song on that is a uh, "Hello Girlfriend" off the album "The Glow" by DMA's. Yeah, great track.
0: You shot me that; it's really enjoyable. Very
2: upbeat. I yeah. was pretty hammered when I shot it to you. and I think I said something about like it's a day drinking, like hookup jam, like just like it feels like summer, man. I know song.
0: I know exactly what you mean. So sick. Day drinking and then you get to I'm gonna get into some shit in like an hour or two. You know what I mean? Day drink all day and then find some romance. That's a perfect summer day. So dope. Except for me, it's like lit or blink one eighty (laughs) two, probably. Like my (laughs) That's that's I remember that lit song. That what is it, my own worst enemy? That was that was something that we play all the time because we're the same ages of those guys in those bands and Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. But they just found like they, they were just such dumb summertime songs. Made you feel good. Gnarly. Thank you for joining me. This was a tight show. This was a really tight show. I'm very pleased. Thanks, man. So we're gonna hang out here for a second. Let's uh. We'll do a few. Do it, we'll do a few bits for uh for the After Dark program, and um. Then we'll see you next Thursday. Be really looking forward to the weekend, you guys.
1: Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, is she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar fights. Rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'll make it power moves